This is a HeadGum Podcast. John Braylock. Yeah, oh, you got it. Yeah. As you to. should be, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And who are you guys? Uh, bitch, I'm Gerard Milligan, bitch. <laughs> you already know. You you already know. He texted me. He was like, you know who you, do, do, do me justice. Do me justice. Do him justice. <laughs> That's ridiculous. And so and that leaves me with James the Third. Yeah, but you have to say much lower I, than that. I know. Yes. You have to. Well, he, but don't I have to say my name really low? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, go for it. Do it. Do James the Third style. Okay, so James the Third style. Okay, so hi, everyone. I'm Cat. Hey! Spot on. Spot on, Cat. That's amazing because. I'll do mine. I don't know. I don't know. But. He's mad at me. Hey, this is John. Hey, this is John. And y'all peanut butter and jealous. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, no, but my name. Right. You uh-huh. have to do your name. You have to do your name. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. Tess- my name is Tessa Claire Hirsch. No other style other than mine. My name Very is nice. Tessa Claire Hirsch. Yes, baby. Uh, my name is X. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In case you couldn't heard it before, because I was very low and very weird. Um, <laughs> my name is Kat Lerner. Yes. yes. And don't be confused. You did hit the right podcast. Mm-hmm. This is, well, we'll tell you what show this is. There's, this is Black Men Black Can't Men Jump, Jump in Hollywood. Don't yeah. get confused, but mm-hmm. it's a woman takeover. Yeah. We, we have completely taken over. Uh-huh. And here's the thing, guys. If people are already listening to this and being like, mm, I don't know if I'm going to be into this because you're not trained in practice in listening to female voices Ooh. as something that you should be focused and training your ears to listen to and attend to, then I challenge you to push back past your discomfort and, uh, and instincts and practice honing your ears to listen to female voices. Amen. And that scene of the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, that's all the fuck we wanted to do. That's all we wanted to say. Bitch, you better give us Super Soul Sunday. You better give me Yala Fix My Life. And in Gerard's uh, language, it's if y'all motherfuckers got a problem listening to three women talk our shit, then you can click to the left. Swipe, no, we really swipe. don't want you to come no, We really <laughs> we actually want you to, to listen, listen to, to this. No, yeah, no, we yeah. want you to listen. Also, it's great. I mean, it's Women's History Month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's great. I mean, it's good. So the women are taking over. Uh, yeah, I, I've I've put bugs in all of the boys' ears. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah you need, yeah, we, yeah. Need, we, we need that. Totally. And so, so today is great. I love these two queens, Kat and Tessa. Yeah. They are the uh, wives of uh, Jonathan and James. Actually, they, the Jonathan and James are the husbands of... Uh, <laughs> Hey! It's true. It is true. Talk your shit, Tessa. So, I'm too you better teach. reference. I'm just making sure everybody understands. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. Jonathan and James are the husbands oh, of uh, Tessa, Tessa Kirsch, Kirsch and, and Kat Lerner. Oh, and um, <clears throat> Jira's my bro. He, ladies, don't. I know every woman got shook. Cause they were like, "Oh my God, is, is this is, is this taken? his wife?" Is this and his wife? he and I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Truth is, I'm not his. I'm not John's wife either. But no, know, it, we, it, we are married. We're, we don't. No yeah, one. But, what? We're yeah, married. exactly. All, anyways, it's all right. <laughs> That's the last time you're gonna hear about men for the rest of the podcast. So. Yeah, no. Uh, we're <laughs> Get dead. your fix, yeah. folks. Get moving your fix on. because moving on. Because this is the this is a moment for women, mm-hmm. and we saw that again in the Oscars. Yes, yeah, right? for sure. Mm-hmm. We just had. 
Um, did you guys watch? Yeah. I watched. I caught bits and pieces. I went to a bar after a show. Mm-hmm. I walked right in right when Jordan Peele won. Oh so my I was gosh. like, best, oh. best time. Best time to walk in. I was like, all of like all of my black excellence came gushing out of my body. Mm-hmm. And it was like um, multi, uh, like multicultural, like different races at this bar. And everyone was like on the bar hopping. Like, we won. We, we won. won. The we world won. won. Mm-hmm. The human race won. Yeah, it won. was it was so it was so good. I immediately looked to see like what was Keegan doing and I yeah. saw like the way that he like <laughs> bounced up and down and cried. Like I was yeah. just like, Oh my God. Especially too like just seeing men be emotional. Oh, it was so love up, love. loving each other up. Yeah, it was so good. So yeah, that that was a great moment. And then the This Is Me woman that sung the from the showman. <gasps> the mm. greatest Showman. Show. The greatest yeah. show yeah. is the movie. Mm-hmm. And this is me. Greatest the show concert. Man. Oh, it is a greatest yes. show. Man. Thank you, Cat Learner. <laughs> it's okay. Here's I also thing. have issues with that movie. But um, This Is Me is a beautiful song, though. Beautiful. I, heard, I heard a lot of issues also The from, history of Barnum. It's a history. Right, the history. Yeah. But the, mo- but but the movie mo- is amazing. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kat wouldn't know this, but I think John has talked about this on the podcast, but Kat wouldn't know that because she um, does. I don't listen to it. <laughs> Does not know that she, listeners uh, know that Cat yeah. doesn't. Listeners who listen to this uh-huh. know that Cat doesn't listen because they know that James the Third was talking about proposing to Cat and that Cat was not listening. So this is all background that everybody else knows, but mm-hmm. now you get to hear Cat. So she's. Now I did here. listen to Black Panthers though. Oh, I you listened did. to that, and then the one yeah, before that was probably like. Space Jam. Mm-hmm. So yeah, very <laughs> long time, and I I do listen every once in a while. Yeah. I just yeah yeah I I don't know. I listen when my voice is on. But I guess. <laughs> I no, go. I did listen to. I've listened to a few, especially when they reviewed the wood because I'm from Inglewood, whoa, whoa, mm. West Side till I die. Yeah, and so I, I I listened to that that one, and then uh, a few a few other ones like when they had, especially when they have like Phoebe on or like, yeah, yeah exactly. uh, or Natasha. Yeah yeah, 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 absolutely. Me too. Yeah, it's interesting how with more female voices on, they get more. Um, oh, listeners, mm. wow, representation kind of matters. Yeah, mm. seems like maybe, right? I think you hit mm-hmm. something, Tessa. I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like there's <laughs> something about representation. In I love things. the like the like. You, it's such like it's like classy shade, Tessa. <laughs> I love because Tessa's <laughs> the sweetest thing, shade. but like the level of shade that she gives, like you, you don't even know that it's been thrown. Mm. Oh my god! Honestly, <laughs> you're like, can we put that quote on my website? <laughs> I think we I should. Love that. It's like you're not even aware. Okay. It's so good. Um, yeah. But as far as the Oscars, yeah, I I love when Jordan Peele won. I was pissed. I was like, Get Out should have won everything. Mm-hmm. Um, a Shape of Water. I know somebody was like fucking a fish, and then it won stuff. Um, <laughs> I, I enjoyed it, but what I enjoyed it as well. Yeah, it just it it yeah. d- didn't catch. It, it missed it missed the time. Mm. I feel like it really missed what was going on in this time right now. It was almost as if it was a wrinkle in time. Oh. <laughs> Okay, welcome to Black Women can jump anywhere they want, anytime, any place, anywhere, anywhere. Um, in Hollywood, mm-hmm. um, Hollywood City. There you go. You did it. I did it. You did it. There we go. See, we're taking our roles. I don't know what James does. James says. 
Yes. Kind of like what the wrinkle would sound like, I yeah. think. Yeah. Nailed it. That's great. Beautiful. That's Good. beautiful. Thanks. Great. Um, don't worry. We're not just going to do what they do because the thing is we're innovative, creative people who are <laughs> going to do it. So, you know, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. As the John Braylock of this <laughs> podcast... My role is to manage time, which I'm not going to do. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to help me out with that. Mm-hmm. My role is to just sit here and summarize the movie, basically, and bring out facts from the web, from the web world and tell you guys facts and all of those things and really squash fun. Um. <laughs> Tessa! <laughs> Didn't I tell you that I was a savage fucking while husband the carrot? Let me tell you, 21 Savage. Yo, Tessa. Bringing it back to facts. Reorienting us to summaries of the movie. We We are going to be banned. But I'm not. No, I am. I know. But this is my goal over and over again. Yeah, no, it's great. Um, So uh, I won't be doing any of that. (laughs) We have some structure that we will or will not follow. Yeah. TBD. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, this is our own innovative way to do things. Yeah, and we get to own it. Yeah. Similarly, it's the way that Ava DuVernay owned that movie For sure. in her own way. Whether we'll, we'll get into our first initial thoughts around it, mm-hmm. but um, you know, she she did take it as her own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That we can say. Yeah. Uh, uh, is there anything else? We already know our names. My name is Tessa Claire Harris. You are mm-hmm. X. You are. I'm Catherine Lerner, but these Great. lovely women know me as Cat, and uh, my husband also knows me as Cat. So Great. we'll just say Cat Lerner. All, all of, you can be both of those things. I'll <laughs> mm-hmm. welcome both Cat and Catherine here. Um, okay, we are here doing a podcast. We have taken over Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood, and we are now a woman takeover. And for those of you who do not listen to this podcast and are like, wow, these three amazing women are so wonderful. It's so nice to hear three women of color tall talk at the same time and have conversations. You're right. Isn't it interesting and unique to have that? And you do love it. But that's not what this podcast normally is. You're just mm-hmm. getting the um, best version. <laughs> um, <laughs> what this is, is um, a podcast that um, reviews films of leading actors of color and talks about them in the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, today we're talking about Wrinkle in Time. Yes. Yep. Um, and uh, a description. Should we do a description of this film for those who haven't watched it yet or don't know? But yeah. there will be spoilers throughout this podcast. There will, will be sp- yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, PSA spoilers <laughs> will, will be happening. Um, yeah, I think you should give a a, a, a little description. Yeah, yeah and you should. Back to me you yet. should. No, uh, because yes, I sure. don't know. Okay, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna yeah, say yeah, that. Do okay, okay. So uh, help me out. I'll help so, you out. Mm-hmm. Um, Wrinkle in Time is a, a d- adaptation from an amazing book, mm-hmm. A Wrinkle in Time, written by Madeline L- Langle. Um, it won the Newbery Award. It is considered one, the number two children's book by librarians, awarded it. As What's in, number one? Um, number one is, oh gosh. Harry Potter. No. no. It, isn't. <laughs> it isn't. It's something, uh, Charlotte's Web. 
Oh, 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 right, for kids. Yeah. This yeah. is for kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Librarians have voted mm-hmm. Wrinkle Time number two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I know it's huge. It's major. It's I, need, I need to read it. It's it. really yeah. major. I re- I've read it personally. I read it four as well. times. Oh, not that many. Yeah, times. yeah. It's like it's probably one of my favorite books of all time. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's really, really special to me. Um, and this is an adaptation of it, and it is a creative, whimsical, sci-fi like movie with a about a girl and her family. Who a girl named Meg and her family, who um, their father a scientist and their mother a scientist. Um, the father has gone missing for four years, and um, we pick up on a stormy night there um, when um, the family is missing their father and not they don't know where he is. He went on some kind of mysterious government-inspired trip, and we don't know where he is. And there's uh, her brother. Uh, Charles Wallace, who is a six-year-old with unique talents. And um, there's her mother, who is a scientist, who is uh, a lovely and noted in both book and movie as a very beautiful woman who's also um, a brilliant scientist. And we hear the, like, journey of um, Meg and Charles Wallace and their, like, unexpected uh, journey companion, Calvin, a neighborhood um, boy, who's also in Meg's school, who they go on a journey to find um, Meg's father. Mm-hmm. They have to go travel through the universe, and they have guides to, to bring them along with yeah. that, mm-hmm. who are the Mrs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Mrs. Mm-hmm. Who? Mrs. Mrs. What? What? What's it? What's, What's it? it? And Mrs. Mrs. Witch. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which were the it's original great. characters who inspired the book. Wow. Yeah. Madeline Engel was on a road trip with her family in her 40s, and um, thought of these characters and mm. developed a book from having the, the idea of these characters first. Well, so in question, her forties. Oh, sorry. oh mm-hmm. no! My, yeah. my question is like, um, it's Mrs. So mm-hmm. like, who are they married to? Like Father Time? <gasps> are they all married to Father Time? Cat. Wow. I'm just confused. My, I'm, wow. I'm, my I'm like, my I'm my like, my my and why do they need to be married? Yep. Why are they MRS? Yes. It's my first like, what does question. This mean? I my think it's super interesting. Yeah. I think that's really interesting. Who are they? I thought I thought it was a mean of like. I guess, I guess it is like if you're married, but like where I come from, especially like in the South, it's like a manner of respect. Oh, it's ma'am, like, mm-hmm. really? Yeah, you just assume it. Yeah, like oh. like misses or and I, also it's like it like means something to be like yeah, misses such and such, mm-hmm. but it's not. It doesn't. It wasn't like always tied to marry. I call people misses that were not oh, uh, married oh, in the I South. Didn't know that. Yeah, I had I had teachers that like would very much correct me. Oh. Like so, if I would say like misses. Oh, yeah. Right. Because you know, you're above the Mason Dixon line. That's the difference, right? True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I grew up in Maryland. Yeah. yeah. So Wait, they would Maryland's be like. below the Mason Dixon Well, yeah. Line. No, I, I made that wrong, and I grew up in Maryland too, and yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. In this I mean, one instance, but most of the time I do. But I mean, I grew up in. I, <laughs> one instance. One instance, we're going to take it. Right. Yo, Whoa. you and Bray like, oh. yo. Savage. <laughs> I'm, listen, I'm over here just sipping this tea, honey. Yeah. Nate. You love it? Okay, yeah. No. Great. No, I love. Um, yeah. So we can talk about our initial thoughts on yeah. the movie. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, I didn't love. Mm-hmm. And this is you. This is really interesting to me because <clears throat> I'm going to not not interrupt you as much as I am in this right Oh, babe. It's but totally um, uh, Because you have the perspective of not reading the book mm-hmm. and only seeing the movie. So this is the first introduction to this storyline, which mm-hmm. I can't even imagine. Like, I'm really interested to hear what your experience was. 
Yeah. Um, so I uh, like watch. So the reason why I really wanted to go see it was not just because like we were doing this takeover, but because it was like, oh, my God, it's starring like Mama O. We mm-hmm. got um, Oprah. Yeah. Who mm-hmm. played uh, Meg? Who's 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 little mama? Storm, Storm Reed. Reed. Storm Reed. Yes, 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 yes. And what else was she in? I forgot. Um, 12 Years a Slave. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So I was like, I want to like support that. We got sweet, sweet. Oh, Mindy Kaling. Right. Goddess. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay. The, just the makeup alone in here. I was like, oh, I have to go see this movie. And also it was like, I can't ride for Black Panther and not de- like I yep. have to. So I was going regardless. Yes. Um, but I don't really rock with these sci-fi or fantasy worlds. That's why it's so important to have representation because it exposed me and made me get into this world because of who was starring in it. Mm-hmm. So watching it, I was just like, okay. Okay, her dad's missing. Fine, mm-hmm. and then uh, it was just like we. I don't. I didn't. I needed a justification of why we were doing what we were doing. Mm-hmm. It just couldn't be like, well, it's fantasy, and we're just in this world. And then it was just kind of like, okay, so then we like go across the street, and then it's this home, and then it's like Minnie Kellen there. You know, she's talking in riddles, you know, and I'm just like, okay. Yeah. Uh, her first <clears throat> quote was a uh, Gibraltar. Uh, a, a, like a oh, like a Middle Eastern poet uh, who's very famous, Jabal. Mm. Oh, I wrote down yeah. all of hers. And, and then, the wound is the place where the light enters you. Rumi. So yes. I will say this: mm-hmm. the the spiritual undertone, and I get, I I am a believer, and mm-hmm. I be, and he is everywhere. But mm-hmm. I I took a lot of I love that. So let's say that I don't want I don't want no one to think that I absolutely like hated it. There was a lot of messages I kept whipping out my phone to take notes and just to write these things down yes. because I have a note of just like spiritual and encouraging things to have just to read on my day to day. So I really did enjoy that. But it was just like okay, you got you got Big O. You know she's like supersized. Okay, you know literally and then, <laughs> in the movie they have yeah. supersized her. Yeah, supersized O. And then you know Reese Witherspoon. You know she's over here throwing shade to the little black girl. <laughs> She's just oh, like she's like basically like she was like you're with the shits. Uh, she <laughs> called her problem problematic. Um, uh, yeah, yes. so it was just like yeah. So then so then we're it like you know we we and then they kept saying we're te- tesserine. Yeah, and I was like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then it was like, okay, now you're in the universe. Now close your eyes, open your open your uh, uh, open your hands, put your leg up. Okay, now go to your memory. Okay, mm-hmm. where's your dad? And I was just like, should I be high? Right. <laughs> I was like, totally. I don't so. even smoke and uh-huh. I've never been high but watching this like and even my homeboy went to go see it with her other people you hear them under your breath like what is happening mm-hmm. because it's just like now we're in a room and it was like Willy Wonka but without the Oompa Loompas explaining <laughs> and it was just like no one is the you end. need to tell me like I've got another widow for you hey so now I was like <laughs> this is what's happening alright cool and then you see little Charles Wallace he need his little ass beat mm-hmm. he walking around being rude to everybody no manners mm-hmm. and and then all of a sudden we're on a beach mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's just like, okay. And then we go into a room and then this man is a puppet and then he breaks down. Charles Wallace's eyes are red. Yeah, He's dragging really their ass. It's disjointed to you. It's just, yeah, it was just mm-hmm. like, a, now we're dragging them through here and it's like, dad. And then we're crying. I'm like, I feel something, but I don't know why, mm-hmm. what I'm supposed to. F-. It was just, it, yeah, it was just, it was just a lot not enough explaining and I felt bad and as soon as I said it my friend who I went with him and I hadn't read the book and I said you know what this will be far more fulfilling for me if I read the book I agree X I really do uh and I I just want to say it's so interesting because 
um, something that's different about the book. There's so many things that are different about the book. Um, and I, I'm so curious about the editing process and the screenplay writing process. Mm-hmm. The screenplay was written by Jennifer Lee. And um, I have to look at who else it was. Jennifer Lee and the guy who wrote um, Bridge to Terabithia, which is like a beautiful Ooh. adaptation from book to, yeah. to screenplay. Um, and... Um, but there's something important. <laughs> there were a lot of choices made in the changes of this, and I'm really interested to how they did that and what was the editing, because there were some really big chunks that felt importantly different. Something that's interesting is that in the actual book, there's a ton of Bible verses that are really are referenced consistently. And really? the interesting thing is with this book, um, so uh, Madeline Engel was like a was like identified as a Christian and was a Christian, like a universalist Christian. Mm-hmm. And so she had a lot of Bible verses and other like Shakespeare, mm-hmm. you know, Shakespeare, she definitely was like referencing the the witches um, yeah. from Macbeth in um, the, you know, the three witches and all that. And she, I think they have a quote they in there. They have it in there, right? yeah, when, in the, when they're in the field. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, and, you know, referencing other things, but she uses a ton of like God and love and Bible verses in the book. And there was definitely a, there's a Christianity to it, but it ended up that the book itself was a banned from a lot of places because it was such a Christian universalist mm. mentality to it. Mm. And so there were specific Christian um, sects that thought that they were offended by it and banned it because of that. And then there were also people in the secular world who thought that it was too faith-based and too Christian. And so it was banned. It's actually been banned a, like a ton in different spaces wow. because of that. So you missed out on something that would have... It's so cool that you picked up on so much of the spirituality of it. Oh, even though babe, you can't deny right. it. It's so... It's, you can't it's deny it. it. And even just like when um, every time they show up when there's danger, there's the light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole theme. Just even like I was getting emotional on those things because it resonated with me so much. I'm like, this. he's speaking through this movie yes. right now. Absolutely. This is a word. And I love it because I love how people that necessarily won't really uh, rock with spiritual stuff or be interested in not even just church or religion, but just having like a spiritual practice. They're like kind of like a little turned off by that. If they come and see this movie, I love that those messages are there and they kind of creep in and they're not aggressive yeah. with, with it. It's not like this is about, your, you know, it's just like it's about you and then the light and all that. Like when she says like the wound and then the light in enters you right. it's just like as soon as she said that i said oh all things work together for the good yeah that's immediately what i said yeah yeah i think this is like the whole idea of like this idea of light and love is just like yeah. pounded into us in the, mm-hmm. in the theme of it and they, they she found so many different ways all these different quotes right we had the quote of um from Rumi. we had a quote from uh I'm messing up. I don't Gibraltar. remember exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's um, a Lynn Manuel Miranda quote is, at the yeah. end. Tomorrow oh. there'll be more of us. That was Miranda, America. Oh, and I didn't after, know that. At the end of it, there's a Shakespeare one. And that was also it. They, she referenced uniquely all of the quotes. She referenced the place and country in yeah, which the that. person who said that, right? Yeah. yeah. It was a, the, which created this like universalism and integration yeah. and representation thing too. And yeah. I don't want to interrupt your initial yes, thoughts. Go for but, it. Um, but as a person who's not spiritual at all, mm-hmm. um, I'm very interested in like science fiction. Um, mm-hmm. It's a genre that I've grown up with. Um, and it was, it was really fascinating for me because honestly, I could see all of the Christianity through the book 
but I didn't see a lot of it through the movie. So that was interesting for me as a non-spiritual person to be like, oh, um, you know, again, wondering about the, those choices. Um, but then also, I think, you know, coming a, away with the same thing as love and light and mm -hmm. the choices that we make uh, when we have a really hard decision and which way can be easier. Um, my initial thoughts, yes. which I put on mm -hmm. Facebook today, yes. <laughs> um, just because um, I am a, a Asian American woman um, and uh, my mom is Chinese and my dad is Jewish and um, they are both, uh, they're a mathematician and a physicist. Mm. And so I was a little girl with curly hair and glasses with a mathematician and a physicist as oh my, my mother God. and father. So basically... As the main characters of this film are, like the Meg, the main character so, is a yeah. like, mixed race. Yep, mixed race. Little girl with curly hair and glasses. So I was basically looking up at her and being like, I am her. She is me. I cannot do this. Like, I was bawling. I was bawling. I, bawl I, I cried four times in this movie. And I think a lot of it was representation. Even though she was a different mixed race than me, it didn't matter. Like... It is it's a, me being not a 14-year-old girl, but, you know, being a grown, a grown woman doesn't matter. Looking up on the screen and seeing somebody who I can relate to is huge. Mm -hmm. And it made me feel all the feels. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my did. God. It really did. It gives me goosebumps. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, no, no. it doesn't matter. Like, when I – women of color, like, we all – struggle it's it's to, to see that on there for you that makes me so happy because there's going to be another girl just like you she's coming up in this age where yeah. she can see that yeah yeah i yeah uh, i like i have like I, I was telling dreams that i was like i can't imagine if this came out when i was 14 mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. what it would have done for me honestly especially the moment where she sees like the better version of herself uh, which is with like straight hair and like a much more like fashionable like i was like that honey. is me like every time i go out with straight hair people tr treat me differently you know, like my confidence is very different than when I have like this unruly curly hair that I have to deal with every day. And like, you know, back in the day of when I was a teenager where things were very different. But still, I remember, I remember that a girl coming up to me when I was 14 and was like, you should really use Pantene for your hair. Oh, And it was like helpful, right? But it was like very much like a dig. And I was just like, um, okay, all right. Like, yes. And it just like, yeah, very much resonated. I totally relate to, to what you're saying in a million different ways. One, I'm also mixed race. My father is Jewish. My mother is a Midwestern Minnesota lovely human. And um, they... Uh, my father is a scientist. He's a a, a, a doctor, um, and we, my father and I, connected oh. on science together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Same. Also, I'm adopted, and it, Charles Wallace was adopted yeah. in mm -hmm. this version of it, which is not true in the book, but is oh, but they ha had it. So Charles Wallace, which was brilliant and so easy and made so much sense, it was and great. it was so exciting, and it really expanded on this concept of love and all the different ways we love, and all that that was just amazing. So I'm looking at it and similarly, and mm -hmm. then also like around the hair, I just, I wonder if people who don't have this experience of hair and curls and culture and what's right and what's pretty and what's accepted and what's appropriate and what's professional, like there's so much for women of color or really anyone with curly hair also, mm -hmm. but especially around women of color, around our hair, we've been so robbed of our natural beauty and what we are, we are allowed, we are, we come out as and we're told immediately that it needs to be changed. Or fixed. And fixed. Yeah. So for Ava DuVernay, the director of this film, to create, have a character, the main character be a woman with 
a girl with natural curly hair, a mama with natural mm-hmm. curly hair too. And we get to see her. There's a moment in the in the movie when she's washing her hair. Yes. It's wet. Oh, I can't. Uh, yeah, I'm saving that for when we like uh, get into the review. Right. I know. You have not. I, I, there's uh, no, I have no structure in my head, so like, oh yeah, they yeah, can yeah, help yeah. me out. Mm-hmm. But um, of where we are. But like, it's just. It, like a rad thing. We have this white boy Calvin yes. mm-hmm. neighbor who has told her multiple times in the movie, I like it. And like your, you're your beautiful. Hair. Yeah, you're, you're right. beautiful. Uh. You're like your hair. Like, I, I, yes, we don't need approval from men. We don't need approval and acceptance from it. But it's also very healing for a huge wound in our souls to have this on screen to be acknowledged, to be celebrated around it. It's it's really powerful and I I it's just I think it's important I'm so glad you brought it up because I think there are people who don't know this story about it don't get how significant and healing it is yeah, sure. yeah no I yeah and we're all um mixed race I'm Mexican and black so we all got yeah. we all got multiple yeah. things yeah. going on yeah, yeah. Love it. Um, I love it okay so let's get into let's get into the movie so yes. it starts mm-hmm. off she, her ass is being bad mm-hmm the little black girl. Um, I will say this. I'm very sorry. I walked in like five minutes late. So uh, I don't know. No problem. Wait, I, I do want to actually. I trouble. do want to talk about it before then. Wait, two things. One, Kat, did you like the movie in general? You, I did. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I have I have issues with it, but like overall, it, yeah. it, I liked it. And yeah. then for me, I was really struggling with the difference between the mm. how disjointed it was from the book and the story. Like there's, I was really yearning for things that were missing from it and also found it really powerful all the things and the choices that were happening mm-hmm. with it so i'm walking away saying you know i'm, I'm happy with it i would enjoy it but mm-hmm. just initial thoughts around that but also in the first five minutes what doesn't happen before the movie starts is that we get a big ava duvernay on screen did you guys see this cat <gasps> i must have but there i mean i was love, there very very early yeah there was a love letter <laughs> from ava to on screen, her face shows up on screen talking to the audience saying, hello, I am me, this black woman with glasses. I am the direct, and locks, I'm the director of this film. I made this for you. Oh! So had I seen that, I would have loved. (laughs) And we see images of her holding the cam, the the steady cam. We see her images of her directing this cast and running this thing as she's telling that I'm doing it. So already done. Check. Like this is already already a sign. Like right because we have this woman of color saying, "I did this." How often does that happen? Never. Exactly. Never. So we get to see, and every child is watching this. And the first place that she showed this film was in her hometown in Los Angeles. I think it's Watts. I think she grew up in Watts. Yeah, no, she's from my hood. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So she had the first showing, the premiere of this film mm-hmm. in Watts in Los Angeles, and they don't have a movie theater they there. They don't. Wow. So That's why I'm made, like, where was this exactly. at? Exactly. So she, they took a community th- center and made it into a movie theater. Ava. <laughs> as the premiere showing of this movie. Sis. Sis. Okay. Seriously? That's, That's so amazing. Black Girl Magic on a thousand. Mm-hmm. Uh, for us, by us. And yes. you know what she gives? That's mm-hmm. why she gets. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's yes. why she will always get. She, it's, but it's interesting because this film, this film, I think you say for us, by us, but I think it is, it's by us, but it's for, for everybody. Yeah. Which is so yeah. rad. 
yeah. feels so good. Yeah, there weren't. Yeah, I, it was. It was definitely for all. There wasn't like oh, like uh, like definitely like like black messages or anything yeah. like that. No, it was definitely just. It was a story for everyone. I I do believe mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um. Okay. So yeah, why now, did she get? Why did she get in trouble? Because I came late. I came right oh. when she was in the principal's office. Oh. Oh great. Well, there's like this um popular girl who's like basically like making her life like hell oh like, that's little mama that was looking yes, in the window yeah mm-hmm. so like Nosey so like ass. so like it's like her the fourth year anniversary of um her dad uh going away and um and uh, so like they, there's like a note in her locker that's like four year anniversary like hope you disappear too like awful you know cool. like really bad things cool. yeah <laughs> I wish everyone could see X's face right now yeah. um, but like right just like a Them mean fine words. a mm-hmm. mean popular girl <laughs> yeah, yeah. fine words and, and so, so and so she like what does she say to her on the playground I forget what exactly mm-hmm. bad she says to her but it's like mm-hmm. it's like you know it's like one more thing to like just like. Like she was like, say little bitch, you could fuck with exactly. me so if Meg, you wanted to. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! I think it's actually about Charles Wallace. I think she's like, she talks that Charles Wallace. She says Charles Wallace is crazy, weird, and it, yeah. it's like, and she's like, and she's like, ah, oh, oh, you did not just talk about my my little brother. And so she takes a basketball and she just throws it in her face, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why. She's Honestly, don't talk about my brother. Office. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like the family thing. It's like yeah, the whole like don't do that. Mm-mm. Which is also beautiful because that was a way that we saw the love between her and Charles Wallace. Also, because um, Charles Wallace had overheard two teachers talking about like, oh, these right. two kids, like their father's gone. He's obviously like I heard it. So he's like gone off with for an affair or something like that. Like he's co- definitely not coming back and all of this like gossip stuff. And then they're talking about how like Meg has like really like used to be a good student, but she's really like lost it and she's like really you know not doing well. And lost her potential. And Charles Wallace is like very intelligent, but like a little odd. And Charles Wallace all hears this. And then he, in his like eloquent way, is just like, You should be ashamed of yourself for speaking in that way, blah, blah, blah. And Meg is all nothing but potential. She has so much potential and blah, 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 blah. And like totally defends her like unabashedly yeah. and like yells it over, sweet. over like the playground. And that's what provokes this popular girl to be like, your brother weird and then mm-hmm. Meg's like don't mess with my brother I'm gonna throw a basketball in your face mm-hmm. yeah and then she's in the principal office yes. okay so then okay so we cut to so in, in the principal's office I was like she's looking for so I, I will tell you this though when she was like where's my dad I was like okay we gonna have this little black girl she ain't got no daddy where her daddy at mm. cause I ain't read the book <laughs> I was like okay so I said yo this is fucked up Wait. I was like, she, she, yeah. so she ain't got no daddy. Where her daddy? He been missing. He went to store for cigarettes. Never came back. <laughs> where, where's, and then, and then when they said it, it was like, no, he is scientist. And then you see him, yeah. right? Like, and it's Chris Pine. And, yeah, and it's Chris <laughs> yeah. Pine. I said, oh, okay, yeah. okay, cool, 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 cool. At the beginning of the movie, we also see all of this like moments of how he, as a scientist father, like showed her science and was she was in the laboratory, really bonded with, him, with her, really bonded. And, yeah, like, see, I missed all of that. I came yeah. in. She don't have no daddy, and she black. Her mama's black. <laughs> I said, where's okay, really, Ava. This is what you gonna do for me? What you gonna do? This is very triggering for me. I wish I would look for my daddy, then Oprah ass pop up. And it's like, yes, I wish every little black girl had that dream, not knowing what the hell their daddy is. And then here come Oprah in this beautiful, amazing wig. Oprah did that. Oprah really did do that for a lot of women. Oprah did show up for a lot of people who were like missing their parents. And Oprah parented like generations. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Still doing it. Um, So, yeah. yeah, So then so then we get to uh, Charles Wallace is talking to Reese Witherspoon. Mm -hmm. Uh, She just appears. Mm -hmm. And when and when uh, who's beyond the 
lights, walks down the stairs. What's her name? Goo goo. Goo goo. I love her. Goo goo. Don't yeah. you? I, love I her saw too. Beyond the Lights twice in theaters, yeah. and then I think like three times on Did Netflix. Did you see Belle? Belle no. I didn't, but I, I heard. Great. I heard oh, Kat. I know. And she was like. I regret I'm not seeing that. Like I, it's got to be on Netflix or something. Like it, yeah. it's so good. She's she has a great performance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but if I would have came down to see it, but who was this white woman talking <laughs> in my damn house? You know, uh, totally. with all this white. And then yeah, Charles it's a Wallace, unrealistic. Yeah, yeah. Charles Wallace is, you know, he's just chopping it up. He was like, yeah, she's my friend, and I was mm-hmm. just like, what? And I love how the mom is just like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, yeah. How, mm-hmm. And then Meg is like, get away from her, Charles Wallace. Like, yeah, you are we don't six. Know yeah, you are six. Like, calm mm-hmm. down. And he's so eloquent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so damn smart. And, mm-hmm. I, and in my mind, I was like, he a wizard. Ah, he he, he one of the wizards. That's yeah. good that yeah. you thought that's, that. That's yeah. so great that you got it away. There's so much more show, signs of that in the book than mm-hmm. the way. So I'm glad that you like picked up on that art. Yeah. Just from the. Because I was like, no, he too damn comfortable with Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, and I love uh, Reese Witherspoon is just kind of like, you know, uh, like talking. And she's just like basically saying like she's going to help. Uh, the yeah. situation or whatever. Really and vague. Then, really mm-hmm. vague. And then she's like, okay, I'm out of 5,000. Like, you know, and then she walk out the door and I was just like. Yeah. And then she said to the, the most important thing is that she told Miss Dr. Murray um, that her husband and her had figured something out. And yes. The, What's the, it, the, the Celta. Tesseract. Te- the tesseract. There you go. Tesseract. tesseract. And then and Meg was why, like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no. And so that's why Meg definitely like came into that really awesome shot <laughs> to be Beautiful. like, to be like, wait, what? Like, yeah. where's dad? What's happening? Yeah, she was like, screw, screw. Okay. Because she could, Meg, the, in the movie, Meg had heard about Tesseract mm-hmm. before. Yeah. In the books that, they, that she hadn't. But, but you can kind of understand from the first montage mm-hmm. of yes. like, you, Science yeah. Lab so world. If she's in the lab all the time. Like, you mm-hmm. know, she's hearing words, she's hearing yes. um, ideas. So it makes sense that she would like grab onto those. Yeah. Yeah, and I definitely <clears throat> see why everybody thought her daddy was crazy because when they cut to him doing his little PowerPoint, he was like, "Yeah, you can get from here to here in your mind." And I'm just like, "Nigga, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, I need to get on a flight if I want to get to Jamaica. Yeah, you you talking about just escaping in your mind in the universe? So he was more the Gugu was more of like a realist, I guess. Is that the right word to say? Like, I don't know. Like, she was into she was she, she, she was, didn't really agree she wasn't with pushing. She wasn't challenging like the science perspectives as much. Yeah. In the and way I like how she it. explained it to not Meg, Meg, but yeah, yeah, yeah. How she was all about the small and how mm-hmm. he's all about the big. Big, yeah, yeah. yeah when Calvin, uh, so yeah, so then okay, so yeah, so we have that situation, and then the next day, uh, she sees Calvin. Calvin, uh, sweet, phenomenal actor. This this young boy, I know, What's so his name? good. In the book, Calvin had red hair, and there's a little part of me that wishes that they just kept that because there was part. Mm-hmm. Of the, I don't know why, but in my head, I'm like. When I think about diversity in white people, I think I think red hair. Also, also <laughs> like, yeah, like, can, we have, yeah. can we just have like we have this wonderful like you know like we have all this diversity like just like let's have a red haired. Totally, <laughs> no, totally. Also, in the book, um, uh, Meg has red hair and Calvin has red hair and I think me Charles Wallace really? might even do- Meg definitely had red hair. I totally forgot that. And so um, uh, there was like the idea of like this like. It's right. Red hair is like a, a mutant gene. Yeah, like it's right. a variation that's like a mistake oh. or whatever. Quote unquote. I'm putting these in quotes. Redheads, I love you. Like, yes. don't worry. I'm not actually mm-hmm. saying it, but like that's an understanding of like that. Mm-hmm. It's like a, an, a recessive in, gene. It's yeah. a recessive gene. Okay. So um, the idea that they all have this like weirdness that's you know that makes them all similar and shares that. Yeah, that kid was amazing. Yeah, and so like they're like a 
talking and what i love what he did is because that was my reaction growing up when anybody white would be like i like your hair i'd be like don't talk about my hair Mm -hmm. you know and i love how she was automatically on the defense because that resonated with me as like as like a black woman and as a black girl at her age um i dealt with racism so much coming up in elementary school and then Mm -hmm. i was like mom i cannot Mm -hmm. do i was literally fighting every day and she Mm -hmm. was like uh -uh, no Mm -hmm. we're taking you out so um yes like meg yeah like meg so it was like yeah and i and even when she said to herself like yeah i'm like i'm like her delinquent daughter that really resonated with me because it was like well what's wrong with me because i'm looking in these magazines and in this world and this tv that something's wrong with my color Mm -hmm. my hair and i was always like a chubby kid too so it was like my body too is not (sighs) acceptable and i wear glasses i'm on glasses right now (laughs) and i wear glasses too and then cut to you 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 see the little regina george this is a bitch she she's over there being nosy and looking and even like how you see the softness of meg trying to protect calvin and she was like, just come over here. Yeah. I don't want you to receive like the negative brunt of her wrath. Like, come yeah. come yeah. over here on this side. Um, and then uh Charles oh, Wallace comes, wait, right? Wait, real quick. Yes. Didn't Calvin remind you at all of Casper? Oh my god. The friendly ghost? <laughs> no, dude, okay. Did you ever watch that movie? Ca- yeah. Okay. When at the, 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 end, at the, the end, guy. Yes, 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 yes. Oh my absolutely. gosh. Oh my gosh. I, I didn't hit it, it till on, right now when you said it. It came on so, screen and I yes. literally was like, Casper. <gasps> 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 <laughs> It's Casper. And he was such a cutie pie. It's such a weird moment in that movie. And you're like, I don't don't feel... Why is Casper so sexy? Why is Casper so bomb? I was like, Casper is fine. I know. That's so funny. That's exactly what I thought of when he came on screen. I was like, it's Casper. No, a cat totally nail on the coffin. I did not catch that till (laughs) right now. That's funny. It's really interesting. So often at this point watching movies, I'm kind of like mad anytime there's like a white man on screen. (laughs) Got it. Go away. Like not again. I don't need to see your perspective. But it was really interesting. Like I was so open to it because there was so much representation Mm -hmm. of everybody. I was like, it's all right. You can be here too. Exactly. And you are appreciating the black women around you. So I'm okay with you. Mm -hmm. Like, and also you here to help. Yeah, true. Exactly. You an assistant. Yeah. Okay. It's so funny how my heart just like opened to it. Yeah. It's really fun. And this is when I knew Chris Wallace was really a wizard. When he wanted to go into that weird ass house, I said, he must know something. Because mm-hmm. what they doing walking up in here. Um, yeah, and then did you get seen... that with the, that he had like a special calling? I did. Mm-hmm. I did because cool. when he, he just was too calm. Yeah. And he and he really had the faith to know like everything was going to be fine. And Meg and Calvin was like, we are not going in that house. And he was like, no, it's cool. Like we're going in the house. And then you see Mindy Kaling, uh, the goddess, uh, literally, if they better win for costumes and makeup. Jesus. Really oh my God. So gorgeous. And I love the way that the um, the books were set up. Like the books were like they looked like. Like architecture, it was mm-hmm. like it was like so. so like beautifully crafted. Like the production design team, shout outs to you. And so, and then you meet her, and you see, uh, and I love how Calvin. I'm sorry, not Calvin. I keep wanting to say Christopher Wallace because of Biggie. I kept calling him <laughs> that. <laughs> what is this little boy yes. name? Charles. Charles. Charles Wallace. Uh, kept saying uh, he kept explaining every uh, new um, warrior that came in. So mm-hmm. like uh, when when we meet Mindy Kaling's character, Mrs. What's it right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was like, yeah, she well, she wait, speaks. Mindy is Mrs. Who. Oh yeah, right. Mrs. Who. Okay, so he's like, yeah, Mrs. Who. Like she speaks this way, like in like uh, I, I don't want to say riddles, in but quotes. in quotes, in quotes. Yeah. Uh, and when she has strength. 
Uh, mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, so ne- thank you so much for setting that up because I know if she ever speaks differently, mama's getting weak. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah totally. Yeah, uh, it's interesting that that scene when she's quilting on the quilt, they have the quilt there. And you know, from the book, that's actually when they really explain what tessering is. Right. The act mm. of tessering. So in the book, she's on the quilt and she's explaining that the shortest distance between two lines, people, ex- two points is people think is a straight line. But actually, if you just f- bring these two points together and she takes fold on the it. quilt and fold it like that, that's actually the fastest way between two points. You don't have to take the travel of light or, you know, to do it. You can Which also can was wrinkle. in the beginning. Actually, something that you might have missed, mm-hmm. X, is like in mm-hmm. the beginning, they give her, the parents give Meg like this piece of paper that's like folded into folding into folded into different kinds of designs. Yes. And they explain that like some the things are not gone. They're just love. folded in. Love. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Love. Wow. It's not so, gone. It's just enfolded. So even if you can't see it, Jesus, it's still there. It's just enfolded, which is really beautiful on so many levels. Mm. Also, just context, Ava DuVernay, her father died during when she was creating 13th. So she had just, she was in grief wow. during the process wow. of creating Wrinkle in Time, this story about this girl's journey to search for her father and the missing of her father. So there is some powerful themes about the longing and yearning for a father and, and missing and where love is and the fact that even if you can't see it any longer, it is still there. Is like a deep, significant thing that's happening for Ava and and shows up in this. Mm-hmm. Definitely shows up. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, wow. It's in, in this, in the, the strength way. of the black woman. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Oh. Right? I know. Wow. I know. I, I know this isn't in the context, and I'm sure that people who are like loyal to this um, podcast are going crazy because there's parts that we haven't done and there's parts and we're like messing up the structure. So like, I'm sorry for you like, John Braylock of Files, who like <laughs> love the structure, just like get yeah. with it. Are you Braylock babies or what's what's yeah. the name of his 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 crew? Who's who following? Him? I, don't I don't know. Okay, you know what? They need to back off. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm there. I totally He's got his Brayhive. He's got Bray his Brayhive. Bray I'm into oh, Brayhive. Cool. Hey, this is Jonathan Braylock. Uh, sorry to interrupt the amazing women talking about a wrinkle in time, but we do have a sponsor today. This episode is sponsored by Sirius XM Radio. And we have an exciting announcement to make. Everyone who wished they could have made it to our show in Austin, now is a chance. Sirius XM is bringing the audio from Austin straight to your ears. So don't forget to thank them by using the URL SiriusXM.com slash HeadGum, where you can get two months free with no obligations. Two months free? Damn, I'm just reading this for the first time. That's amazing. Okay, that's right. You can try it out on your phone, online, or in your car where SiriusXM Radio is ready with over 150 channels of commercial free music, plus sports, talk, comedy, entertainment, news, and more. It's time to start exploring. Honestly, I love SiriusXM Radio. Now, the show in Austin was crazy. Honestly, you should have been there. But thanks to SiriusXM, we're making it available for download. Again, that's SiriusXM.com headgum for two months of streaming free. Now, let's get back to the show. But I'll just say for context that I just want to speak to the fact that Ava started becoming a director at 32. She had already had other careers as a journalist and as a a production publicist human. All right. So she didn't pick up a camera 
till 30, two years old. Oh and God. then at 40, she has a, she is the director of a, <laughs> Um, hold on, I'm going to look at how, how much it was because I wanted to do this. I know we were supposed to do this earlier. Mm-hmm. But this um, film was a, uh, what was it? A, a 10 million? How, how much money? How many millions, guys? Tell me. I don't know. Mm, I don't you know. do know. You do. Oh my God, I'm so bad. No, you know. We, we have all this just information. Out our phones. I know. <laughs> okay. The, this is right because I didn't mention any of the box office mojo stuff or the Rotten Tomato stuff that I know you guys who love the structure <laughs> of Black Man Can't Jump want to hear about because um, it's significant, right? That's the point of this, right? That we want to make sure that this this people understand that leading actress of color can be a part <laughs> of this industry, and so the money does matter. So um, the the actual it is a okay. The grossing of this movie. Mm-hmm. From this weekend, it's estimated at ten million. Mm-hmm. That's what I see. That's right? what I got. Yeah. And then, but how much was them? Do we have actually how much how the much movie it was. was in general? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna look that up. Um, and then also the I'll just say for Wrinkle in Time, uh, the on, on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a forty two percent score on Which, that. Which I mean, right? I kind of get. Yeah, Ava it, it said, had a hundred and three million budget. There we go. So. 40 years old, she picks up a camera 32, and by mm-hmm. 40, she has a $103 million budget um, film. So go on. This is, you know, like this is a testament on so many, there, there's so many stories in this story about what's going on mm-hmm. here. And amazing. Um, and I'll say that Ava said in some interviews that this film is not for critics. This is a love letter to black girls. Period. So, and uh, yeah, gosh, it, 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 I'm wondering actually if Ava said it or somebody said it about Ava. Uh, you know, so correct me. You guys, let me know on Twitter. Um, what's the right quote? But right, this so that there is something significant. Yeah. So the critics are not like raving about it. The critics didn't like ET either. Okay. So <laughs> they didn't like they didn't background. like phone home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They didn't like extra terrestrial. Right. But okay. The kid, but the kiddos get it, and it's interesting because in the book also there was this whole idea that the book got rejected thirty two times yeah. before it was picked up by a publisher because they said they didn't understand where it fit and they didn't think that it they thought it was too mature for children they thought it was too weird like too long like there was so much not understanding of like what a child's eye would appreciate mm-hmm. and take in and fall in love with with this so I think it is significant I think that like X's points around the how disjointed the story is like feels relevant and important because it means that you didn't get to be pulled into the power of this story mm-hmm. and yet this the honoring of l- this idea of being in the light and being in the light in the face of darkness being connected to love and love being more powerful and transformative I mean that's speaking to the civil rights movement like mm-hmm. yeah and Vincent also, Harding also and Mel- feeling Mel- Mel- that Mel- you King. deserve love oh, right like yes. when she says and I still deserve love I couldn't that's when I broke down, you guys. Yeah, yeah. No, I did. Broke I down. felt I had one. I yeah. had one drop, one <laughs> drop mm-hmm. for the hood one time. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, don't tell the hood about oh. this. But like, yo, it mm-hmm. was, it was so, yeah, that part was really great. Um, okay, so yeah, so we, mm-hmm. we, yes, we come up, from sorry. the, from the quilting, mm-hmm. uh, when she said quilting, and she says that, that wonderful quote that we had said about like the wound. The wound. The wound. Quote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The wound is where the light, light enters, enters you. you. So you have to have the wound mm-hmm. to be in, mm-hmm. for it to enter you. Yep. The wound is necessary. Yep, it's yeah, I could preach on that for ten minutes. <laughs> I'm not gonna start. Yes. I'm preaching better than y'all talking. I know y'all. Yes. I know somebody passing the offering plate mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So then we go there, and then um, 
And Charles Wallace is like, okay, so then uh, so then we leave and go back across the street, and then Reese Witherspoon come, and then we see uh, Super Size O. Um, super size. Look super at this bit. And you know what she said? As she want to look. They say, you're a little too big, right? You came in. Mm-hmm. You, you came in here a little too big, and Oprah, Oprah <laughs> says, is there really... Some, is it is there really a right size to be, right or something like that? I'm mm-hmm. I'm misquoting yeah. it, but like yeah, no, that's right, the gist be, of it. Yeah. The gist of it is like, is there really mm-hmm. a what? Who who's to say yeah. what size is anyone should be or should not be? Mm-hmm. Which is just like that's Oprah talking right there, mm-hmm. like Oprah who struggled in front of the cameras for in for decades around size, mm-hmm. you know coming in there with this big energy and her soul is literally there just being big as her aura is and her effect on the world is yeah she should be supersized that is what her soul is yeah and i mean thinking about casting too like casting oprah and reese witherspoon and mindy to be Mm -hmm. these like really beautiful well in the book they're like stars they're stars that sacrifice themselves yes they're stars um but like it's just so beautiful because especially if I'm a young girl looking at these three actresses, not only their talents on film, but their amazing abilities and choices off camera. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Reese Witherspoon having her production company and Mindy, um, you know, creating a television show. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, and starring, yeah, and starring yeah. in it mm-hmm. and also being a kick-ass single mom. Mm-hmm. And then Oprah in all of her glory. I can't even start right, to list. Um, right. And so, like, I just think that that's also a really brilliant choice to, like, pick these three Yep. Beings as not only wonderful actresses, but also like humans behind the camera that like this generation can like follow their Instagram and stuff like that and be like, oh, wow, they are actually like doing all these great things. And Oprah said something about Ava's choices around casting in that in one of her interviews. She said that Ava does choose specifically based on the soul and how that soul will fill that character and represent that character fully, Mm. which is just like a whole other thing, right? Like people are looking. That, that's the whole thing like guys like we're here being women and we're not following the structure that the men have already set up we're doing our own thing and like and take it as what it is instead of comparing it to what was like and Ava is coming in and she's not taking what the book is she's making a new story with it and this is the thing and she's not going to cast in the way that the traditional Hollywood people have cast she's going to look at people's souls and connect and the thing is like there are absences and and, and like elements in the story that are missing but we all walk away with the message absolutely mm-hmm. like we feel it you feel it you feel it because of the souls that are there and the and the the, the idea of that and like it's just for anybody just to make sure that everybody can be included and then listening to this like when I'm speaking about soul that's the word that Oprah used and like I understand we're talking about faith in a lot of different ways and like whatever that means to you of course is we welcome it but what we're talking about like is this energy of the person and the essence of this person and what their intentions are bringing to it so it's not just oh how many instagram followers do you have right. no ma'am right it's about it like or what was your most recent box office hit? or do you the kind of person eat, you are flat yeah. tummy tea and you got this waist <laughs> trainer and I, did you just get back from dr with this new ass <laughs> oh my god posting a picture half naked talking about hashtag god's plan bitch not you <laughs> no i mean you're welcome to if you want you're welcome to if you but want but she's looking yes. at the soul. Yeah, she's looking at she's the soul. She's looking at the soul, yeah. S-O-U-L, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love yeah. 
Which that is very, makes very me cool. want to. I mean, I already supported anything. I mean, she comes out with toilet paper, bitch. I'm buying. Yeah, you uh, know, me like, too. It doesn't I'm matter. I'm with it. I'm, with yeah. her. I'm on it. And that's, um, what the, that's what some of the actors said. The reason I joined this project was because of Ava. Chris Pine yeah. had never read the book, and he was like, "But I wanted to do." It. But I had ten minutes talking with Ava about it and her mission, and intention, and vision for it, and I was on board. Yeah, right. people so want to work with good people. <clears throat> yeah, um, And so then, so then Oprah's like, "Okay, so now we about to go on this journey." <laughs> okay, and so then I love Meg because Meg like me. She's like, where are we going? Yeah. I know. And why? So suspicious. Like, I need to get my coconut oil. I need to get my silk <laughs> bonnet. Where are we going? What you talking Where are we about? going? What are we doing? What are we doing? Now, Oprah, you flying all, but like, where are we going? <laughs> yeah. So then they go to, they test her, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I use the right context. Yeah. You're right. Yes. Got it. Okay. They test her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they go to this beautiful place. I was like, is this New Zealand, Iceland, some shit? Yeah. It looks so, so beautiful. Gorgeous. Every image. And new outfits. New, oh yeah, new babe, outfits the every time. The message that every the time. sleigh, guys, that is the message of the movie. The sleigh, <laughs> new hair. I said you better new, have this lace, new hair, snack, new clothes, everything. new oh, diamonds. Okay, okay. Oh. Oprah had. She said, "Excuse me, I have diamonds for brows. <laughs> They're Thank gorgeous, you so much. Too. gorgeous, slang that cut crease." And let me tell you, as a woman of color and someone that I used to do makeup, but people don't pay me enough well to do it, so I stopped <laughs> doing it. But I just to be able to see, I will always see women of her complexion or darker. They're like, "X, I can't wear orange eyeshadow, or I can't mm. wear this, or I can't wear that." I said, mm. "I don't know who lies this because I'm about to do it right now." Yeah. you just have to know. So just to even see Oprah with these vibrant colors on that mm, beautiful mm-hmm. rich brown skin it's nourishing too yes yeah. and Mindy Kaling with this purple it was just it was so good Absolutely. and so then we have the flowers that are little snitches <gasps> yeah, they're gossiping that. flowers. They're little gossiping flowers. No, we love, but they—that's what yes. they are. Uh-huh, so totally. then, uh, Reese Witherspoon was like, "Where her dad at?" Because mm-hmm, they have the most gossipy of the mm-hmm. of the universe. So then they rose up, and it was like, "We about to let you know." And mm-hmm. so then Meg was like, "Let where's my dad?" Mm-hmm. So then Reese was like, "Okay, I'm about to get dressed." And then she started spinning. And I love Calvin was like, let me look away. <laughs> no, no, not only, it wasn't like just uh, cooties. It was like, this is my elder. You know, it was like, this Respectful. is a grown woman. Mm-hmm. So let me turn mm-hmm. around. And then uh, Meg turned around. So then you see like all the stuff like turning and everything like that. And this was very interesting to me how it like all transformed. And I was like, what is about to happen? And then Oprah's just standing at the top of the hill in all her glory like, go bitch. Like, mm-hmm. yes. yes. Show them. Become, Show become who you are. And then she turned into a leaf and that kind of threw me off oh, i was just like oh. okay why is she a leaf i thought she's why like isn't everybody she's like a she's, she's a like spirit. a being that can yeah. be anything they can, yeah, yeah. She can take any form that's yeah. yeah see i didn't know that and yeah. i was just like who oprah gonna turn into and who's Minnie gonna turn into yeah so i was kind of let down when they didn't turn into anything mm, yeah um it was really cool she looked different in the fall i mean right yeah. if i if i would have told you they're stars and they're stars yeah. that yeah. sacrifice themselves mm-hmm. then i think you would have been like oh they yeah, can yeah, be anything yeah 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 it was just like, oh no, we're warriors. I said, oh, so what? Oprah is uh, if she a leaf? Oprah gonna what's Oprah gonna yeah. be? Mm-hmm. Like Oprah just gonna be a mm-hmm. big old cloud. We just gonna <laughs> hop on. It. Like yeah. what's yeah. gonna happen? Like what is Mindy? Mindy gonna turn into like this beautiful gold bracket? Yeah, and just mm-hmm. like what is everyone gonna be? But Reese, like, uh, just the imagery in the lashes, her as this leaf, like flying, and then yes. they just have this whimsical moment. And I love that we start seeing the softness of Meg. Like she starts flying too. Mm-hmm. She and starts yeah, getting on board. The, the risk taking of it, and mm-hmm. also. We learn more about how knowledgeable she is in physics yeah in that too right because she explains to calvin how she knew that she could let go and catch on to this this light mm-hmm. this lift mm-hmm. because of her understanding of physics and that there would be another lift for her in this like arrow yeah tunnel, yes whatever 
whatever. And at some point during their uh, meeting on the mountain before Reese becomes a leaf, mm-hmm. um, I wrote this down. I forgot who said it, but I was like, oh, this is so good. And one of them said, in order to be great, it isn't enough just to be right. Mm. Yes. That and was I a mom. said, Google said that. To Google dad. said that. Okay, okay, Google yeah. Someone, I was like, someone said that before yeah, mm-hmm. she turned into a leaf. I remember writing this down. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was so good. So then uh, the darkness comes. Yep. Yes. The, right. The it. The, the darkness. it. And then Calvin falls down, yes. and Oprah tells the flowers, "She's like, you gotta help save him." Mm-hmm. And so you see Meg, because she really was turned off by Calvin, and was like, "Ooh, ooh, eh, eh. But right when it was like mm. about to go down, and he literally was going down. <laughs> Totally. She was just like, no! And I was like, yes, you care. Come on, come she on, cares. girl. There's connection and she yep. saves and we see her heroicness and also we get a woman trying to save a man. Mm-hmm. Right? We get the girl saving Calvin yep, for sure. instead mm-hmm. of Calvin being the hunk and the romance starts from him yeah. saving her. Right? She does mm-hmm. that a few times. Yeah. That, which is great. And, and then, oh, I was just going to continue with like yeah and then once they are okay they start asking about the it and like what the it is yes and then i this montage i thought was pretty amazing honestly um because it was just like about them explaining you know darkness isn't everyone and then Mm -hmm. we see like the darkness of calvin's father and then we see the darkness of the regina george like you were talking about like even the girl who like puts people down it's because there's something going on with her and like i just think that was such a great message to be like there's darkness going on in everyone and it's about like if we let the darkness win and like the choices that we make to like give into the darkness rather yes. than like going toward the light which could be harder and I was just like I was all about that yeah. montage it was that yeah they, Ava was preaching in that moment yeah. and it was beautiful and, and it was a powerful and Oprah's character um is who says um uh, the reason that Calvin fell was because he had been looking at the darkness and yes. he got distracted by it. And she goes, humans, it's very difficult for humans to stay focused in the light mm. when they're in darkness the Darkness is present. Yes. Mm-hmm. She said, you must help the them end. stay focused on light when darkness that's, is present. That's mm. the thesis. <laughs> that's the conclusion. That's it is. And she tells, she tells baby girl Meg, you, she says, find the right frequency and have faith in who you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everything. I mean, just like, just, well, and that's like also how to how to test her. It's like to do that. Yeah. Yes. So it's also like you can do things and go places that you never thought were possible right. if you just figure out who you right. are, which is like yeah, mm-hmm. right uh, there. Yes, you can be uh, Oprah. You uh, can be you Maya can, Angelou. Right. We you can, can be Oprah. Oh, which who at the one point during the movie they refer- they talk mm-hmm. they shout out Maya they uh-huh. shout out you know in in the same likes as Buddha and mm-hmm. uh, Gandhi and you know all of these different people there you know they shout out Maya too which is beautiful. Yeah. Um, yes. Okay. So then, yeah. So we've been introduced to this concept of the darkness. I kind of want to skip us forward a little bit yeah. to yep. when when Charles Wallace, they've tessered. And now we, uh, one, we get another moment of, um, oh, the storm. We They've tessered and they've tessered. So they've separated because of Meg's will, which is interesting, right? The oh, idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're playing with this idea of destiny, faith, and will and all of those things. Because of Meg's will. They test her towards the planet where Meg's father is, which is too difficult. It's too dark for the misses to be there. So they are weakened and they have to leave and they have to leave Charles Wallace, Meg, and Calvin alone. And um, then there's a huge dark storm that comes. And then Meg is brilliant because of her physics and her science-mindedness. So good. She's able to realize that um, they have to – 
go and hide into a tree trunk and be thrown into the darkness, into the storm to move over it mm-hmm. and get free of it, which is, right? The yeah, wound, yeah. the light mm-hmm. enters. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Hello. Exactly. Also, also, and I know, oh, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, like, also, like, it's just amazing that we have right now in box office, Wrinkle in Time and Black Panther telling little kids that it is okay <gasps> to do, like, science and math and, yes. like, physics. Yes. And, like, I yes. just love it so much. Yes. No, I like love that. it so much, too, because my little brother is a nerd and I make him say every morning when he says his affirmations with me, he says all his affirmations oh, his his last affirmation so is he says he says um he says i have the power to change the world if i work hard and he says i'm a nerd and it's lit and i yes, make him say that i'm a nerd, a nerd and it's lit because he loves anime he loves japanese comics he loves japanese cartoons he watches them in oh, japanese he loves cool sushi dude. and we're working on like to get mm-hmm. him to go to this like um like a tech thing for like Americans in Japan. Yep. And I love that he loves that. He likes his different types of music mm-hmm. and uh, he loves his hair. He has like the kid in play. He loves that. Oh, and he, yes, I love so, it. So yeah, I think what my baby brother is growing up at a time. I said, if you don't, if you don't become a, a, a motherfucking doctor, you had Obama and Black <laughs> Panther. This, you can be all of those things. You can be all of those yeah. things. But yeah, one thing I want to say. It's radical to have the nerd represented yeah. in, in mm-hmm. people of color for sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Also shout out to another HeadGum podcast. Black Girl Nerds, which I yes. discovered. Um, and it's just totally wonderful mm-hmm. and representing in really cool ways. Yes, for colored nerds. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hello. Um, one thing that we skipped over, I just want to say, yeah, Zach hey. Galifianakis' character came <gasps> out and it was the like a very medium. funny, he was the happy medium. Mm-hmm. One thing he said, he told Meg, it's okay to fear the answers, fear the answers but you can't avoid them. Mm-hmm. Boom. Wisdom. Yep. Wisdom. So yeah, okay. wisdom. And, and he said, you can do this, you're choosing not to. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, the whole thing, the whole thing, huh. just go from, like the script is, they're f- chock filled with uh, Madeline Langle-like concepts, mm-hmm. but not direct quotes, right. which mm-hmm. is really interesting. I mean, there were some direct quotes too, yeah. but, the, but the these concepts and themes mm-hmm. were, it was awesome. Yeah, I actually didn't love the the happy medium in general. As me it, but it, it, it was kind of lackluster for me. I think it could have been. No, I didn't love. Those are the yeah. two things that stuck out to me. That I was like, I right. want to make sure to like talk about yes. that. It was like it was like a fun like thing to to like see him. He's like a nice little comic relief. But I was like, if it wasn't there, I'd, I'd be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. So then she like so then she she with her physics and, and beautiful mind. She they go into the little um, tree trunk tree trunk and mm-hmm. then they go over the wall. Over yeah. the and then wall. they are in mm-hmm. this planet. This darkness planet. Planet and we've got this boom, boom, yeah, boom. It's called camisettes, right? Yeah, camisettes. Mm. Oh, something like something that. Like that. Um, I will try to write it down. Camisettes, <laughs> camisettes. All right, camisettes. Okay. Something like that. Still, yeah, sure. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's great because they've they have already to- they've already set up that this planet has a lot of faces. Mm-hmm. So it so that kind of I guess justified to me why they were like jumping, 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 like jumping from place yes. to place to place because this mm-hmm. planet has so many faces. Right. It's just trying to like get in your mind to be like, what do you want right now? Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. This darkness can show up in a lot of different ways. And Baby have a lot girl. Of different faces, right? Yeah. Amazing. Right. And then we have these basketball boom, 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 which is part of the yeah. This the step for wife mm-hmm. ass scene. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then yeah. Fitz's wife comes out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I said, bitch, uh-uh. so what are you doing? Oh, my God. And then she's so welcoming, and then she's not. Right. So, totally what, awesome. What, uh, guys, that's when I was like, the Oompa Loompas should come out and explain <laughs> to me. What's happening? What's, hap- what's happening? Like, okay, guys, so what is that in the book? Like, when it's, mean, it's like a bunch mm-hmm. of these kids bouncing a ball, and then the separate white, like, wife-like it's characters come similar. out. It's similar. It's just, it's just the, it, I, I think it's just the, uh, the knowing that, like, oh, okay, this planet wants to get into 
your darkness and like wants to tempt you in any way to mm. give in to itself, to give into the darkness. So what what would what would children want? Oh, they want this. They want this Stepford world oh, and they want okay. They yes. want cakes of all sorts. They do because like they that. were hungry. And so right. So mm-hmm. it's like so and then and then they go to like a beach because like, oh beach, summer vacation. Like you know what I mean? So like it's all it's like the planet being like, how do I get these kids? <laughs> That's the internet. Mm -hmm. I mean, for real. Totally. It's this facade facade of pleasure and happiness that's not true, right? Like the suburban happiness of like perfect and clean and all of these Mm -hmm. things in rhythm. Really polished. Yeah. Really polished. Like, yeah, the perfect happiness of this beach and all of that. Like, absolutely. But on the beach, we discover, oh boy, from next Friday, that's my boy. Mm -hmm. Forgot his name. Yes. He's a Latino in there too. I was like, okay, so we all up in there. We got Latinos in there. And so he was talking to him and he didn't have his, y'all, I knew. It. He didn't have them glasses on, and I said he's with the shits. Michael Pena. Michael Pena. Michael Pena. And that's why I love him so much because that's my mom's maiden name. That's her name. Yeah, we're Pena's. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So he comes up and is like just a big old charlatan. Oh, yeah. Happy and fun and cool dude and all that. And then he starts to hypnotize. And it's a test. Yeah, he tests. He hypnotizes Charles Charles Wallace. Wallace. And Charles was like, this tastes like sand. They were Mm -hmm. eating these sandwiches. And Calvin was like, okay, well, uh, mine's is fine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Which is interesting. Interesting, right? Because the the thing that I love, because I'm such a geek about this book, is that that moment is that the 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 it was able to the illusion worked for Meg and Calvin, but Charles Wallace, the illusion did not work. He was like, I taste the sand of this. This is the emperor has no clothes. Yeah, like he, yeah. he mm-hmm. saw the truth mm-hmm. of the situation. Mm-hmm. He wasn't being uh, too clever. Yeah. yeah, he was too clever for it. But then he got hypnotized um, by this guy which in the book is much longer and a, a much more complicated and tumultuous process, but in the movie, because that's movies. I, I get it. They're like, we don't got time for this. We don't got yeah, time but, for this. Yeah. We got, you know, boom, he's hypnotized, and now the brain, this it, is speaking through Charles mm-hmm. Wallace, and the darkness has him. I know, and I did not like that. As you're, I, mean, I said, you're not I, to like I it. said he need his little ass whoop. He being so rude. He's being so mean. I was just like, where is Ava? Yeah. Where's where right. are all the belts? Let's make belts appear <laughs> and get in that ass because that's the story. The story is transformation and behavioral change happens through belts, not through love. <laughs> Thank you, Tessa. <laughs> We've just tessered with Tessa. Hello, hello. Yeah, and so now they're in this white room, mm-hmm. and so then, uh, so then uh, the guy who Michael Pena's character, he was like, break, break down, still breaking me on down. I know he's on the yeah. puppet strings. Yeah, that yeah was he was cool. on the puppet strings, and it really looked dope. But then he falls down, mm-hmm. and then you see Charles Wallace's eyes. He red, like mm-hmm. red light special. Mm-hmm. And so I forgot what happened. Light special. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, uh, thank you so much. <laughs> Could never do this with the boys. I'm, uh-uh. This makes no. me so happy. Um, so I forgot what happens, but she starts seeing uh, math. She takes Mindy's. She there you go. Mindy's, takes Mindy's um, glasses. glasses yeah. So that's what I love because no matter what, even that you, even though they've like left her, mm-hmm. they've never left They're with her. They're with. They're you right there. The you have to you have to have believe that they're there. You can have to see what isn't to be seen right there. And then with these 
fractal glasses that she slay. puts on that slay. They do. The, then, then all of a sudden, her math mind sees mm-hmm. the like mathematical stairwell that's there, and it's just like the hero's journey. This is yep. Joseph Campbell. They're taking steps um, and stepping literal up, steps, literal yeah. steps mm-hmm. up into a world where she cannot see the see the end of the stairwell. Right. This mm. is the story. That is, you must have faith. Yeah, you must step blind, forward. Blind yes. faith. Right? Yeah. This is, you must take the steps upwards towards this journey, even though you don't know the end of it, even though you cannot see where you are going, you must continue to persevere through. Mm-hmm. And so we have this mixed race girl with glasses uh, and curly hair, curly hair mm. climbing up, leading this movie, leading this story, just like Ava's <laughs> leading the world with her yes. being the director, right? Like this is all happening and telling us what you're modeling. And then she's, and she's also following this instinct inside of her, the, in the Through wall. her fear. Because mm-hmm. baby thoughts. girl is scared, she oh, does yeah, not she's know. So scared. Mm-hmm. And then she gets into. I'm sorry, guys, but when we when she got to finally seeing, like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, she sees this man walking. We discover and we see it's Chris Pine mm-hmm. as her father. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is because I love J Lo so much. I was like, yeah, you no, know, I, I that was video. second. Yeah. <laughs> that was second. But first, I was like, this is very. Um, if you had my love, I was just like, this whole sequence right here. I was like, this whole uh, set is straight from If You Had My Love. And then I was just like, okay, hotline bling. I was like, yeah, I yeah, definitely it was totally did. Drake, right? I was totally mm-hmm. seeing that, and honestly, would have loved if Drake walked out. Uh, he just walked out. Honestly, guys, that's my note. Yeah, that's my note. Ava, that's that's your note. Should have not. Should have had Drake there. Should have Drake instead there. Of Chris Pine. Yeah, Whatever, yeah. But no biggie. Uh, they're both very yummy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, no, we're not talking about men no more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so Chris Pine comes and you see like, oh yeah, it's dad. And then, oh, uh, and then race. she sees him and yeah. then race. And it's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah. wow, wow, yes. wow. Like, yeah. And they embrace each other and it's so amazing. And there's the touch of them and all of that. Okay. Here's a little thing. The I think they. Does Chris Pine have kids? I think that he touched Storm in a way that was romantic love. Not in a, I don't think he was being inappropriate. What I think is I know that Chris mean. Pines doesn't know what the love, uh, I don't know if he knows how to express hmm. love of a father towards his daughter in the way, I, I just really wonder if he has kids. Because the, his, the sensuality, the love of a father and daughter and that importance of the embrace and touch is beautiful. I celebrate that. But they, I actually got this weird feeling. I'm not saying it was intended at all, and I don't think that Chris Pines is a weirdo. I just think that as an actor, yeah, I'm coming at you, Chris Pines, and I <sighs> would love to do a project with you. But however, I'm, I really think that as an actor, I think he didn't quite capture that fatherly love of his daughter. Mm. as much as it I felt like he kept the sensuality and the way that he kept on holding her head and all of this I was like mm. what you doing that's not how daddies hold <laughs> like, yeah. why are you touching her like that yeah it doesn't yeah it, it doesn't does not say look, anything it doesn't look like he has kids yeah I think so I think like the actor part of him it's irrelevant it's a re- totally tangential but I just had this little moment of like hmm mm-hmm. this man does not know what it feels like to love a woman as a father yeah you mm. know um, but yeah, I no, I definitely, I, I definitely see your perspective on that. Mm-hmm. I definitely see your perspective. I, I was just so happy that I understood something. <laughs> so I was like, okay, cool. She was looking for her daddy. He in the universe. We found him. There's logical Got pieces him. being put together. Yeah, I was. That made me lit. So I was like. Fuck the actor's choices. We found something makes sense to mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. And so then. Then they uh, go and they see 
Charles Wallace. Charles Wallace. Mm-hmm. And Charles was like, you ready to get dragged? Yep. <laughs> And he dragged them. He dragged them. And and he was begging them to stop. And like Charles was, I was like really upset. I did not like seeing it from this little boy being this way. And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, Satan. Derek McCabe is Charles Wallace. Derek McCabe is nailing this character. Oh, yeah. Oh, we for get him, sure. We get him doing this other stuff, like being the sweet little brilliant, mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, too precocious little boy. And now he is like this joyous, malicious little being, and he is nailing it. He was scary. It. He nailed the transition. Mm-hmm. He nailed, nailed, nailed. He is just killing it. Here. Yeah. yeah, I agree. So once they drag, uh, once he drags them, like he drags Calvin, Meg, and the dad all together. Mm-hmm. Um, then, what, then what happens? He drags them in then. Yeah, so they're dragging, so, and then, yeah, it's complicated because yeah. we know the story of the book, too. Basically, in this in the movie, what happens is that it's too scary, and Charles Wallace is going to win, and so the, in order to protect Meg and Calvin, which really wasn't acknowledged in the story much at all, even though Calvin was a relevant person in the book, and to protect Meg and Calvin, Dad decides, because... Meg gave him life <laughs> in the line is a line in the book in the movie which is like all right um because Meg gave him life by like showing up and reminding him of like whatever he decides to tether them out of that planet to save Meg and Calvin because he didn't he says in the movie I don't want to lose both, both my, my children, children. Mm-hmm. so he sacrifices charles wallace and meg's in the movie is like hell, hell no, no. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. so then again and she has a heartbreaking line that says i can't believe you're going to leave him again yeah. yes cat yes it's heart- that's that heartbreaking oh. honestly like yeah. especially for like a 13 year old girl to be able to like recognize that and mm-hmm. say that it's like oh so smart <laughs> so in tune totally yeah. I just want to pause for a second and just acknowledge the feminine way in which we are collaborating on this podcast. <laughs> in the way that it's not about taking turns. It's not that this is your part, this is your in this linear concepts. We are wrinkling linear worlds and collaborating because we know circle as women. As women of color, we know what it's like to come together in circle and share space in a way that is supportive for the greater good of the podcast. Just want to take a pause there. Yes. Make sure that y'all notice. Recognize you can send your offer to true. Tessa Claire Hirsch on Venmo. <laughs> um, no, I am a, she is my pastor. Uh, she is my pastor and my first lady all in one she's both thank you so much um yeah no Braille I can be your first gentleman uh, yeah if she chooses if she chooses if she chooses um yeah okay great that Wonderful. was so good yeah oh my god so exactly she says this heartbreaking moment and mm-hmm. she says I can't believe you're gonna leave him again um and then she with her will her will again her mind mm-hmm. is like uh uh-uh, uh you ain't going and she wills herself and says Charles Wallace, I'm coming. And then I guess she kind of tessers to Charles Wallace, or she stays there. It's into either the that she it? tessers, or maybe she like gives in mm-hmm. to the dragging of the it. That's okay. I feel like yeah. that maybe it's might unclear. be more right. Yeah. It isn't. It isn't clear. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're probably right. That's what's yeah. So that goes down, and then all of a sudden, it's just Megan Charles Wallace mm-hmm. omits the the it, and it's very neuronal. So in the book, the it is a big brain. Mm-hmm. Um. And in the in the movie, all of that it it's all like synapses and neuronal synapse atom imagery going mm-hmm. on in the visual of it that that they're referencing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But is- I love when she's like talking to uh, Charles Wallace, trying to convince him, and he starts going in on her. And I know that that is uh, a reflection of like just negativity coming at you, mm-hmm. and just yes. the like ill thoughts that come to your brain. That you know, unfortunately, you know, when you grow up. Uh, one thing that um, I have my spiritual counselor always says she was like ex because uh, I we got the, on the subject of kids and she is a beautiful mom yeah. and she was like you know we are gonna have scars on our kids it, it doesn't matter it's gonna happen she was like but you want to have them to be really small and really few yeah. you know because she was like you, she was like I I'm didn't come into this world a good mother I've become a good yeah. mother and mm-hmm. that's how I feel even I was talking to a friend about what it means to be humble I said I'm not humble yet I'm being becoming. humbled I'm Aww. becoming that I'm, I'm being, being stripped humbled. right now like having to put people before me having to you know uh, resist the urge to be petty having to sure. like totally. like like apologize first you know just to pursue peace mm, yeah. you know and so yeah. I really felt like it was all these like like negative thoughts coming at her when Christopher Wallace was yeah. sorry through uh, Charles, yeah, Charles Wallace, Wallace was saying <laughs> yeah. you see yeah, yeah guys Biggie's in the movie <laughs> <laughs> we spoiled it the choice made me but he's not dead that's Tupac 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 and, yeah, and he's like it's such a good tessered. baby baby Biggie and Tupac just tessered they yeah just, they're like this is the wrinkle in time yeah Oh my god, I would love to see that movie. Ah, uh, um, yes. A Wrinkle in Time, a hip hop Thank yeah. you so much. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yes. yes, but yeah, no. Even but, though Tupac is totally on the same theme, you know what I mean. Tup- oh, Tupac is, t- is, babe, is preaching his poetry, the same thing. Madeline same thing. Preaching, Mavis uh, preaching. But when uh, Charles was saying all these things, though, she had said, "I know my faults, and oh, yet you still love me." Beautiful. Yes. So she remembers the unconditional love offered to her from her brother, and that's where the strength comes <laughs> in. And he was like, so "Stop it!" Mm-hmm. And to stop he- it. But also to hear a young woman. Filled with strength, say most of the most days I hate myself. Yes. When do you hear that? Cat, you keep on giving me goosebumps. I know. Just when I do you hear that? Like, I, like you know, we don't talk about mental health. We don't talk about depression. Mm-hmm. We don't even talk about like when you grow and you're in puberty. There's so many things changing about you all the time that you can't be like, oh, I, yeah, I love this part of me all the time. Right. Like that's not going to happen. And so, you know, to be able to stand in your strength mm-hmm. and to say. I sometimes, most days I hate myself, is actually just so beautiful and strong. And, yes, and to say that. It's so universal. There's so many little g- g- girls and, and boys, boys. Mm-hmm. who are going to be looking at this and saying, I I know that feeling. It's okay. I don't have to be ashamed and secretive about this feeling. And I can still be receive love and I can still have these things, which is amazing. Also, especially for, I, I think, you know, this whole like idea of black girl magic, which is so empowering and amazing, which, but we're still st- struggling, I think, on the idea of either we are this like, petty dislike or like pity filled black woman who's struggling and we tilt our heads and she's on the street or we have this Michelle Obama magical excellence upon excellence Maya Angelou Oprah version of black and we don't have a lot of permission to be in between Mm -hmm. those Mm -hmm. two places Mm -hmm. where we have (laughs) moments of mediocrity where we have moments of failing and failing right like we are struggling like we're not we're not allowed that wow. as much as others are, right? We don't get that storyline. We don't get the Liz Lemon story of being like, oh my God, Tessa, you're making me cry. Great. You know, like we don't get that permission. Oh my God, you're making me cry. Yeah. I can't even, wow, because I just realized when you said that, that I don't allow myself that. I never thought about that. <sighs> I do not allow myself to be mediocre. 
right. will not allow myself. I feel like it. I would fucking fail my whole race, Latinos and blacks. And as much as I love my mom, you know, being an immigrant coming to this country, she's like, you have, excuse me, an A in the, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, excuse me? You know, and I, even in my work ethic, it, it had, like, I never thought about that. I never thought about that, that I don't give myself, and even, even, and I honestly am thinking about now all the times when even my friends, I'm just like, no, black excellence. Like, you know, not even giving my friends permission because of, because of how, because of how society has made me feel like I have to be this thing. And I, wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I, I think it's a pressure that a lot of people, I feel like that I'm sure the listeners are people who are also kind of going, saying along, yes, mm-hmm. right? Like I think mm-hmm. it's the immigrant story or the second, yep. ge- the first generation mm-hmm. story. I think that it's a lot of people, this is this, this responsibility and burden that people of color and people, uh, immigrants, like we are not, we don't get to just be ourselves struggling and figuring out and having failures and successes. We were representative. And this is why this podcast is so important too. Yeah, absolutely. Because we don't just get to have a failure at the box office or a success at the box office. We are representing whether or not we are worthy of being invested in. Mm. Wow. And that's a huge burden that's such a setup, right? So that we don't get to do this. And this is Right. That's why that's, you know, we'll get to the, the I feel like that's really important for, for Ava. Oh, God. <laughs> why are you in oh, here God. doing this to me? This got real. This guys. is not what I real. signed up for. <laughs> My, I just wanted to have some fun. Yeah, I just not talk here. about these deep issues. And thank you so much. I was like, I wanted to come, Tessa, my pastor. <laughs> my pastor, Tessa Hirsch. Yes, church member one. I am the usher. I make all the announcements. I also lead the choir. I'm over the bereavement ministry. My God. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah. Now, seriously, we don't deserve we don't deserve you, <laughs> Jesus. Braylock better know what he's got because if not, right. fish. Well, <laughs> listeners yes. of Black Men Can't Jump. Where are yeah. we in the structure? I know. Yeah, where, oh, yeah, where no. are we in the structure? Oh yeah, because they it? always go so spiritual. They yeah, yeah. always hit we're fine. into. I'm yeah, fine. I'm no, fine. we're fine. We're good. I'm just saying, listeners mm. of Black Men Can't Jump. If you are enjoying this podcast thus far, please let black man can jump no and mm-hmm. headgum itself no please yeah. at them and tell them that wow it's so amazing and we want more women of color voices to listen to you all yes. the time um, just just you know remember don't just enjoy <laughs> <laughs> gems shout out gems test about this um okay so we are now coming towards the end we have this amazing struggle and she goes to you i know you love me and i love you and it is the power of love that frees charles wallace mm-hmm. out of this darkness that mm-hmm. comes out which is the whole thing love is transformational love is transformational get mm-hmm. at it <laughs> right this is this is the thesis of this story and we hear it in so many different moments and um and then where do we go? What happens? Well, then music happens also. Like mm-hmm. yeah, the she, first he, time like, the soundtrack really shows up. Yeah, yeah. But he he also brings Meg back with the song, with the song oh, from nice. what uh, like the lullaby mm-hmm. that the mom used to do. Yep, oh, yep, yep. She was laying, they were laying down, and he's laying down, yep. and he starts singing. And he was like, "Meg, no, like I Meg, know. please wake up, Meg, please wake up." And so and like you hear her breathe just a little bit, and then the music comes, and he starts, and singing, then she yeah. starts. Uh, so she responds to love with love, yeah. even yep. in her pain. Yep. Which, uh, which also, love was what made um, Dr. Murray, the father, realize how to test her because the vibration was love. Right. He was looking 
at the love of his wife and children. Mm. And that reminded him of love and gave, started to reveal the wrinkle in time Amazing. because he was at the right vibration. And then the oh, three misses okay. come. The three misses come, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And they're back. And, uh, and, t- and tell Meg to start the tesser, which is so mm-hmm. huge because yeah. she's always felt um, controlled by mm-hmm. the tesser. Now she gets to control it, mm-hmm. kind of, which and is amazing. Could, right, and she before she couldn't see. When right. she was being tessered, she couldn't see. It was just darkness and complicated, and she was being controlled by it. And then she tessers. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when we got our Lin-Manuel Miranda yes. quote, too. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow there will be more of us, a Miranda, yep. America, um, that Mindy says as well. Which is also just like props to Mindy because she – nailed her script was a ton of quotes from other people and she had to act and develop a character through that which was amazing and Mm -hmm. i don't know if anybody else could have done it like Mm -hmm. because she was like you know there was a one quote whose quote was it tucker which was like dang (laughs) right and she likes does one and she did an outcast quote and she's doing roomy and she you know like jabron and like there's just amazing so much range yeah yeah she's really 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 nailed a lot we love you mindy we love love mindy we love yeah yeah. she's rapping totally Mm -hmm. um and that and then we get home Mm -hmm. and then the father apologizes yeah and like he needs to apologize like meg is looking at him meg is looking at her father like i don't i do not approve of your last choice (laughs) you know like she really is and like yeah it, it is a great moment for the dad to like really apologize and yeah. Also, yeah. Google better than me because I'm like, where the fuck you been? <laughs> you would have like and not if, embraced if him at all. If my man told me about a fucking tester, I'm like, well, tester your ass back there. It's a goddamn lie. Yeah. Uh, what 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 was you doing? Where it's you so been? Interesting, because in the book, he's representing the country. He works for the government, mm. and he's sent mm. on this as a part of a mission. That's a part of the government, and he's supposed to go and do this. And that doesn't happen mm-hmm. in this. Instead, it's more of his like. Rogue experiment, daddy dreams of like wanting to go and and like ride the universe, you know, which is weird. I don't know whether it served the story or not. I don't understand. Yeah, but it does get this moment, which is cool, of having this like white father turn to his like teenage preteen, you know, daughter and be like, "I'm sorry," which is like, you know, what an amazing model that we very rarely see in the world. So gorgeous to have the moment, Mm -hmm. but. Um, and I, I'm sure that there, you know, and it represents, right? It's, it's a story of like, there, are, there probably are some fathers who have to apologize to their, their daughters. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was interesting in the storytelling aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then yeah, that he shows up, goo goo, they, they smooch and do that whole thing. Yeah. And everyone looks away. Yeah. yeah very, very teenage. Very oh, and then, and then Calvin leaves and does not kiss Meg. Mm-hmm. Which I thought actually yes! Thank was you. brilliant. Thank you, no, yes. me and Lou, uh, brilliant uh, that he doesn't just be like, and now I'm gonna like do what yeah. everyone's expecting, and I'm gonna like dip you and kiss you. Because nah. <laughs> that doesn't nah. happen in real mm-hmm. life when you're a 13 year old. Nah, nah. <laughs> Especially exactly. Meg is not with the shits. <laughs> no, she's not. Mm-mm. She's just like, bye. Go ahead. Go home. She was. She was like, are you sure you're gonna be all right? She was like, you okay, boo? Are you sure you're gonna be all right? I'm strong as shit. Right. <laughs> Did you say like I just tested, bitch? Did you see I'm me? I'm tessering through time. Right, you so see me? Are you all right? Yeah. <laughs> you do you need anything? Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Do you need anything? 
Yeah, I love. And I was like, because I, I said they, I when wouldn't look like they was about to. Because I said they better not kiss. These is kids. These yeah, is babies. I, good. I, I yeah. was a little bit like, let's not sexualize right. children, people. I'm let's so happy it didn't happen. Yeah. I and then like Regina George cat. looked through the window and she was like, through my window. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she was looking, and then she was all well with the world. She got yeah. her shit together, and she closed the window. That girl acted the hell out of those shots. She's she leaning did. out a window. Her mo- her moment is leaning out a window, and she works it. She, she nails it. She totally I didn't like nailed her. it. She did yeah, nail it. We don't I like her. her. That's what we're supposed to not like her. Yeah, but, but she's also her. going through her own, dark, her own darkness. Yeah, yeah. so yep. you know. yeah, struggling. she's struggling. So, yeah. Yeah, which is great. Uh, and then, yeah, so everything gets uh, tied up and, uh, <laughs> and happy, and, 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 happy and, yeah. and wrapped with a bow. And then uh, Sade's song comes on yeah. at the end, which, yes, which honestly, I mean, love. that's all you need. That's all you need. <laughs> that's all you need if you wanted to transmit the, yeah. the message of love, all you need is Sade. We didn't yep. need that whole script, really. No. Yeah, no, honestly, it could have been set. It could have been a one and a half hour music video <laughs> set to Sweetest Taboo. And I, I would have I was loved. thinking that the way that the story structure was told, it felt more like a... M- a music video mm. where there were these like mm-hmm. cuts and jumps that are Absolutely. vague and the imagery so, said more than the story. It felt like a movie that was a music video. Which I wonder if it without, that's a little bit without on a purpose, great soundtrack. Though. The soundtrack mm-hmm. was not no. significant other than our Sade. Right? No. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, no. correct me if I'm wrong. No, you're right. Because yeah. um, I did a sweet Google. But do you wonder if they did that on purpose? Like if they were like, what do teenagers do? And like they like look at their phone and they look at these, these very short videos that are very colorful and very like... I think that's so interesting. I just wonder if they did it on purpose. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about this. Somebody asked, somebody was asking this question: Who is the who is Rotten Tomatoes? Like, what's the racial breakdown of people who are voting on on Rotten Tomatoes? Like that we use this as a judge. Like, who is the critics? Like, I'd love to see what are the teenagers people the the teenagers of color. What are they saying about this movie? Mm-hmm. You know, like that's what I that's who I because mm-hmm. that's who it's for. for sure. Yeah. So I want to hear oh. what they're thinking about it. I might not yeah. care about what Rotten Tomatoes says mm-hmm. about it. Maybe. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the whole thing, right? That's how we break down the patriarchy. Like, we need to, like, not, we, we the change the judge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And not, and not give that energy. Yeah. I can't, yeah. I can't, I can't, can't donate or give it. I have to protect. Right. Um, so, so, yeah. So now we get we, to, let's do it. Give the, did exactly. it help the cause? Okay, wait, hold on. Let me just look over the structure a little bit and make sure we didn't me- mess up anything that we need to do. Also, we didn't call out, just shout out Andre Holland because we had a little moonlight moment <laughs> also, in the principal's office. Oh my gosh, which is so yes. funny because I literally, I, t- I, I did watch this, watch this with James and mm-hmm. during the credits I was like, Andre Holland just coming in for like, you know, a day, like a couple hours. Just yeah, be like, man. you know, yeah, I'm just so going to come in and like just drop this. And also oh. his humble beginnings, you know, that was old boy from Barbershop. He played a thief. <gasps> oh, right. You're right. Yep. He played a thief in Barbershop. And then now he got Moonlight. It's just, it's so telling, especially the guy that's in uh, This Is Us. And now, and he played Killmonger's uh, oh, dad. Um, he, I looked up his uh, like bio and like he has been killing the game. He's been doing like one-liners for 12 years. Mm-hmm. Wow! Yeah, no, he yeah. he's been he was doing background work and all that <clears throat> plays in theater, and then came to this is us. So yeah. persevere. Ah. All right. So the things we didn't do are the Dear Hollywood and the Hancock Cinematic Universe. I don't need to touch on Hancock Cinematic Universe. I mean, I'll just say this for James because I love him. <laughs> okay, but it. you know, I mean, honestly, it's like I the only thing I can say is like you know, Meg's like a little like a little better Hancock. Like honestly, like she she like does she's a she's a superhero. She doesn't want to she doesn't want to use her powers. She doesn't want to you know uh, to go on the hero's journey. You know, <laughs> she's like upset. She's violent at the beginning, just mm-hmm. like Hancock. You know, and then she like. 
like decides like through her journey that she is okay to use her powers for good and you know to like have a family which is just the yes. like Hancock so you yes. know yes. Yes. James you're welcome you're welcome <laughs> that is romantic love in a marriage what you just come on there that. people that was beautiful that was romance um, um, okay, yeah. So, so right now we have we do the cost because they review it. films not based on how much they liked it or how well it was made, but if it helped to lead more people of color in Hollywood. Um, yes, so, so it's 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 out of how many fists? No, no. Okay, so no. it's a it's a white palm or oh. a black fist or okay. nothing or right? nothing at all, mm-hmm. right? And Gerard has turned it into this other thing that I'm really into because I believe in innovation. But but James, but uh, Braylock, that's the man that I love, is his <laughs> name. Um, he doesn't like it, which is he turned it to a black back of the hand as a part of the vote. I'm just saying that happened once on Meteor Man. <laughs> and I'm just saying I believe in innovation, so I'm going to name it in the space. But the voting correctly is a fist, a white or palm, palm, or nothing. nothing. Okay, mm-hmm. so on the count of three, we do it all together, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, ready? ready? Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Yeah! yeah! You know what we have people. Yeah, come on. This is not a surprise. This yeah. is no this shocker. This is three fists. This yes. is three fists. This is not a comment on our storyline. This is not a comment on Mm-mm. editing. This is not a comment on anything. We walked away... Talk, tell me, what what, what are you Walked away being like, why, there is why, a why? beautiful mixed race woman yes. on, on screen and... And she is a hero, and she is unapologetic, and we are looking at her faults and her strengths and walking away with, look who's up there, look what the next generation can do, mm-hmm. look at how it how the next generation makes me feel mm-hmm. as a mixed-race woman. I mean, yes. come on, guys. Come yeah, no, on. I walked away uh, just being like, you got to get to work, X. And knowing, yes. nice. and, and, and knowing that, I mean, just to see Meg, I saw a human. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's so important. And just to see these images, just to see Oprah there, just mm-hmm. to see Mindy there, mm-hmm. just to see me there. It, media is so powerful. And just to have that like in my brain as I'm walking through this world and just to know that like Ava DuVernay like came and just I, I felt her strength. I felt yes. her sorrow. I felt her pain yes. all throughout this. And the fact that this is a love letter to black girls, whether that was ever Ava DuVernay who said it or someone else, it is a fact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is just a fact. That's what it is. So just to see her there. Or we didn't get to talk about it, but real quick, just her washing her hair. Oh, my yes. gosh. Go there. Go there. Go, go yes, there. Please go it there. was literally baptismal. Mm-hmm. It was religious. Yes. I said she's a new. Mm-hmm. All things passed away. Behold, all things become mm-hmm. new. It mm-hmm. was so good. And I love because she was very black. She was like, bitch, I got to wash my hair. Like, Love it. Do you, we just got through this storm. I don't know what's in here. I don't know what creepy crawlers mm-hmm. is up in here. I got to get this scalp. I got to yeah. cleanse my hair. Yeah. We don't get to see a lot of black women with wet hair in on the screen. It's mm-hmm. a beautiful thing. It's something yeah. that's a little bit like a shameful. Like we don't show that part. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> storm Reed, Oprah Winfrey, Mindy Kaling, Derek McCabe, Gugu Mbatha-Ra, Michael Pena, Andre Holland, David Oyelowo, mm-hmm. who was the the it, yeah. Conrad Roberts. Okay, do you understand the names? <laughs> I'm speaking out loud. These are people mm-hmm. of color in a major motion picture, all working together, all collaborating <clears throat> together. With Ava at the at the what's the at yeah the, the home, captain the, yeah. the captain mm-hmm. the head the, the head yeah. fa- I don't know yeah. boats. Um, 
but she is charging the way. (laughs) They're leading people because of her vision, and they all said they were there because of her vision, this woman of color who Mm -hmm. grew up in Watts, Los Angeles, a place where they do not have a movie theater, Mm -mm. and yet she believes that she's there. She's starting the film with her face in her, saying, I created this for you. I have a camera in my hand. I am the director of this and envisioning it. I'm taking the words of another woman Mm -hmm. and making them who was rejected, who was resisted, who did not have her coming until her 40s, right? Because of all of the different things that systems do, right? And I'm saying this voice needs to be amplified. I, as a woman, am amplifying this voice and I'm using women of color and actors of color to amplify this story of love and vibration. And I'm getting this message through and across to all of us, right? I'm creating a story that is for all of us. This is not a story for women. This is not a story for people of color. This is a story for men and every race, every creed. They And I'm going to name them. I'm going to say Rumi. I'm going to say where they're from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to speak to it and represent it here and say the darkness has many faces and we all we need is to be a part of this light and the love and I'm going to share it and express it to you. Yeah. Yes. We're getting yeah. a fest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah. And also, too, I feel like uh, Ava hopped on this, too, because you said, oh, girl that wrote A Wrinkle in Time. Mm-hmm. Madeline. She started at 40. Yes. And then Ava yeah. started at 32. So there's something that resonates with that. And 32 and 40 is not old. You know, mm-hmm. but, but there's in this just. business, we think it is. Babe, right? at 32, you're an auntie. Mm-hmm. Never a sex symbol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, right. you can never be sexy or any right. any of those things. Yeah, so right. I I it definitely helped the cause. And um, although um, now I understand it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you yeah. the explanation. And the, honestly, like I really think we need to turn to Jennifer Lee and jo- Jeff Stockwell on that. I'm not exactly sure what happened in the editing of this storyline and whether they really got some of it because we mm-hmm. missed some really important things. People who love Wrinkle in Time, we didn't get an Aunt Beast mm-hmm. whole character and talking about sensations and feelings. Like there's things that we missed in this about the the world being valuable from an emotional intelligence place and all of those things that we didn't get necessarily, but we got so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, so much. Okay, we're going to close down this um, amazing podcast and joyous gathering of beautiful Uh women of color together. But let's hear, is there anybody, does anybody have anything that they want to shout out and whether it's your own work or someone else's work that we should be paying attention to? Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, I um, perform at the Upright Citizens Brigade Mm -hmm. and I'm uh, recently on uh, Harold Nye. Yes! 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 Congratulations. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Shannon didn't fuck up. Mm. She, she put the smartest most brilliant oh my god i was like shannon you are crazy and she put me on a team with rachel pegram another black woman thank you so much um so yeah so you can catch us we premiere on march 20th at um 7 30 p.m at ucb house kitchen so that's on 42nd and 10th and also i produce a show called who made the potato salad Mm mm-hmm Yes, 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 yes. It is a comedy show made in 24 hours that happens at a poppin' ass party. And uh, this next one is the Women of Color Takeover because it is Women's History Month. So writers meet at 8 a.m. Scripts are finalized by 3. Actors come at 5, rehearse till 9. The show goes live at 11. And my pastor, Tessa Hirsch, will be... (laughs) 
in this next show. This will be March 31st, 11 p.m. at the Tank on 36th and 8th. So that's Who Made the Potato Salad, Women of Color Takeover, March 31st. And you can feel free to follow me on Instagram, 80, then the word dollars and a suitcase. So $80 and a suitcase. Yes. Um, yeah, and that's what I got. Amazing, amazing. Mm-hmm. Everybody should definitely check out that Carol Knight that's going to be uh, the beginning of a storm of talent and amazing moments and nights that happen. It's a really amazing. And how powerful it is to be, it's important to say that it's a, it's powerful to be on stage and performing in spaces where you're not the only person of color, right? The difference between mm-hmm. representation when you're with others and the freedom to be many different things in that space rather than being the full, the only representative is so powerful. And you yeah. do that in amazing things. And um, anybody who's interested in having a really powerful uh, producer and talent needs to be make sure that you reach out to X because I've been able to be privy to um, her production and direction and leadership in projects herself and it is a joy she brings an amazing audience and also has a great clear powerful vision and leads with love and really makes an amazing time and I can't wait to be a part of that show on the 31st Tess is gonna kill it's gonna be Woo-hoo! amazing and joyful um is anything the only other thing is that I'm in a, an amazing uh, women-led uh, project at UCB um, called I'm Your Mommy. It's a sketch show that I'm in, and I think we 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 might not have that many more months of running. We've been running for a while, so please come mm-hmm. and catch it. I'm Your Mommy. I don't have the dates in front of me. What you need to do is look up I'm Your Mommy at UCB Hell's Kitchen. It's a sketch show that I am in that I really enjoy, and I'm also at in X's um, Who Made the Potato Salad show on the 31st at 11 p.m. that I would love to see you at. Please tweet at me. It really feels good when you guys tweet at me and, and also tweet at Black Men Can't Jump and say, let them know how much you enjoy me as a host. <laughs> you don't understand. You're really doing a lot for me, like on a friendship level. Yeah, they said level. that. Uh, when I was, on the, I was on the Love Jones episode mm-hmm. and I ripped Jarrah's ass a new one because uh, yes. how are you going to be black and say you love love and all those things and you have never seen Love Jones. Um, and so, yeah, no, they were telling me that like a few people uh, – had uh, commented on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. It feels good. Mm-hmm. Th- that's the difference. The thing is, like, we're not men. We don't get, like, praise automatically all the time. <laughs> so it feels really good when we do get the praise because, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes we don't get that opportunity the same way that m- men do. Yeah. Um, and Kat is also a talented, brilliant actor. There's the, not a project specifically to shout out right now, but if you should, that's all the more reason that you need to be following her. Um, and uh, you can follow. She's like, I don't know. I don't, Give yes, Insta. I do. What's your no, Insta? I think it's just, I think it's just at Kat Lerner. I'm awful, you guys. Yeah. Um, I think it's just at Kat Lerner. Yeah. At Lerner. Yeah. Follow along so that you can see when her next project is happening. I also post videos of James III dancing. So, Oh, yeah. So if you want the intel, if you're that black man can't jump in B-side info. That's hilarious. That's, That's awesome. amazing. Yeah. Um, so, and I'm at Well IT Claire. It's like Well ID Claire, but it's Well IT Claire because I'm Tessa Claire Hirsch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always Very have nice. to explain it, which means it's not a good title. No, that's great. And also, um, I uh, have a podcast called uh, Netflix yes. and No Chill. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we just came out. You can catch us on SoundCloud. And it is um, a podcast with me and three other improvisers of color. And what we do is we take a suggestion of a very white film and we blackwash it through improv. Brilliant. So Amazing. we did American Pie uh, and we Ugh. called it African american pie and i think i think uh the black guy he put his dick in a potato salad instead of a oh my gosh 
That's hilarious. Yes. That's hilarious. All right, you guys, thank you so much to Gerard, James, and John for giving mm-hmm. us the opportunity mm-hmm. to and to let us take over and have this women's thing. That's the, that's the thing that men can do to support and amplify female voices. We encourage you in whatever environment you are in to create and take the risks and give women the leadership and opportunities to take it. Um, yeah, they Chris rocked us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they Chris rocked us. I love that. No, I love, I, I, they're, they're my big brothers and I, mm-hmm. I am obsessed. I literally was over the moon. I had my show Unsung Heroes of Black History that Tessa did and to see them three on there. Yeah. Um, and I watched Astronomy Club with like bated breath. Like I dreamed yeah. of just like having something like that and just so they support. Representation. Yep. Representation yeah. and They support. I love them so much. And exactly. follow Black Men Podcast yes. on Twitter. Yeah. And, yes. and shout outs to us. Um, and uh, oh, and the next film that they're going to be doing is Cloverfield Paradox. Mm. Um, so b- heads up around that <laughs> also. That's ha- that's happening as well. I think mm-hmm. Gugu might be in that. Is she? She is. Yeah, she I is. think she is. Um, so, all right, you guys, looking forward to seeing you on Twitter and talking and let knowing how what you guys thought of this. Thank you for honing your ears to the female voice. Yes, we appreciate <laughs> it. And riding along with us. Yes. This is a joy. Thank you so okay, much. Thank Bye. You. Bye. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.